Welcome to the Enjoy More 30s Family Finance Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to making life more enjoyable for young families by hitting on the financial topics that tend to weigh on us, stress us out, and distract our focus from simply enjoying life. Hello, I am happy to welcome you once again to the Enjoy More 30s Family Finance Podcast. Every week, as you know, we talk about money so that you can take some steps forward, gain confidence to help you remove that financial anxiety so that you really can just focus solely on making your life more enjoyable. As always, if you do like what you're hearing, and I hope you do, please make sure to subscribe or follow us on Apple Podcasts or really wherever you listen. Clicking those stars, leaving a review, it really, really helps us try to reach that literally millions of other young family group that exists out there just like you. Now, today we have the recap for you of the Your Kids Money Mindset series. It's been a really cool series for me to put together. I really had a great kind of charge of energy getting to think about kids kind of for a change in this series, how we can help them both directly through, you know, just saving for them in traditional ways like for college, but, you know, also outside of the box ways like saving for the retirement or thinking about their mindset, really, to help them develop their own healthy habits, and maybe even re-examining our own viewpoints along the way on what is required of us as parents when we talk about their financial growth, their financial mindset, that education that they're probably not getting through school or otherwise. The end goal, though, the broader spectrum, kind of big picture of this series was really the same as all of the others. We're trying to make sure that we don't forget that goal along the way. We dive into a lot of concepts. We dive into a lot of very specific details at times. But really, the high-level goal for all of this is to try to help us take steps to remove anxiety and that financial worry that kind of hangs over so many people out there so we can refocus that same energy that's not being lost now on worrying on what matters most. And that's enjoying more living with our family and our friends today. If you feel more secure in the well-being of your kids, you have less anxiety. If you have less anxiety, then you also have more confidence. You don't have that hanging over you and you can focus again on enjoying your kids in the present. That's what I feel like I'm able to do. I want to help you do that too. You don't need to have anxiety when it comes to money. And with the right mindset and a few steps in the right direction, you can make huge strides over a relatively short period of time. So whenever you do take a step, it doesn't have to be every step that I lay out in this series or any series. Whenever you take any step, you're making your life a little bit more enjoyable. So be proud of those steps as you take them because a natural consequence is that your family is going to be happier as well because they have your time, your attention, your focus, your happiness, your energy. Lastly, stay tuned to the end. We're going to be releasing what is coming up next on the podcast. It's a little bit different. uh, So I'm pretty excited to share that with you and I'm hoping you are excited to hear about it as well. Normally for these recap episodes, I kind of go episode by episode, but this time around, I thought it would be much more helpful to go theme by theme or kind of concept by concept, because I think if it's broken down into those general groups, it's going to be easier to understand and walk away with the main points that I suggest you at least think about for implementing on your own. So the first goal theme or concept is to be intentional about your kid's money mindset. We generally don't think about our kids' money mindsets. I've never seen that in a a parenting book or anything like that. But all of our kids are going to get out of school with some impression about money. So normally we're thinking about we want to get them to post-graduation alive and well and uh, ready to face the world. But money is a part of that. 
and schools don't really teach it from what I've ever seen. So it's either you being intentional about educating them to some degree, it doesn't have to be everything, just any degree, or them basically having to just kind of discern random tidbits from their friends, from movies, from, I don't know, music videos. And so we covered how you can help in shaping these lessons. It could be with gifts to encourage savings and a greater understanding of what money can grow and do for them long term. We talked about how money generally only lasts for three generations because there are inadequacies in these money mindsets that we're teaching and trying to pass on to the next generations, as well as how to determine if a trust could be beneficial for situations where kids do have limitations, whether uh, self-created or disability-wise or you know, a lot of other items in there too. So you don't have to open up the checkbook and show them your net worth. But if your child enters the workforce knowing that they should pay themselves first, not spend more than they make, and how $1 saved today can be worth potentially a heck of a lot more down the road, then they're going to be well ahead of the vast majority of kids out there. So if you dive into episode 5.3, 5 5.4, 5.7, 5.8, those four episodes, 3, 4, 7, and 8, it covers all of those points in more detail. The second main goals concept that we covered that I think is really important to look at is that there are multiple ways to save for your kids. There's not one set way. It's not like this is the way you have to save for your kids because we all have different goals for our kids. We all have different destinations. So it makes sense that there are different vehicles that would be more appropriate for what you're trying to actually do. Now, I did discuss a few ways that, in my opinion, are very often not appropriate ways to save which included life insurance savings and savings bonds, as they tend to have very limited growth potential, which tends not to match up with the extended time horizons that kids might have. So if you have a one-year-old and they're still 17 years away from college, that's a very long time frame away. And so a long-term investment could very well benefit more from a vehicle that has more opportunity to grow. Now, we also talked about several options that, in my opinion, would likely be appropriate, which included 529 plans and joint investment accounts. But those really come down to thinking about what you value most when it comes to those two options. Do you value maximizing education-specific funds? So that's where we talked about the 529 plan. Or do you value most maximizing flexible funds? So not necessarily for college, maybe for a house, a wedding, anything else. That's what the joint accounts helped you do more so. And there's no wrong answer. It's based on your preferences, your goals that you're laying out for your kids. Lastly, broaden your thought process. It doesn't have to be college. You can contribute to longer term goals, even as long as retirement, which sounds crazy and nuts to begin with. But it, you know, if you're saving for retirement for your kid, you're saving for a long term for your kid. It can take a lot of that pressure off of kids to feel like, hey, I can spend more time with my family now, with your grandkids now, and not have to maybe pursue a career that takes up a lot of their time and energy away from their family, a career that they think is something they should be doing from a financial standpoint, but makes them really unhappy. Maybe they can go out there and pursue a career that makes a little bit less, but every day they love going to work. The other four episodes that I didn't mention in the first theme 5.1, 5.2, 5.5, and 5.6 covered all these points in much greater detail. So 1, 2, 5, and 6 were touching on the uh, different options that you had out there to save. So that pretty much brings us to the end of the recap already. 
So we want to walk away with these two main concepts. That's the goal that I set out for today. Be intentional about your kids' money mindsets and realize that there are multiple ways to save. So get clear on those goals that you have for them. Now to finish off today, I still need to share what's next, which is going to be me sharing two previously held live events that I had on another platform, a social media platform called Fishbowl. Now, if you're not familiar with it, Fishbowl is kind of like a LinkedIn meets Clubhouse, if, you, if you've heard of those before. So live events for professionals is something that they include as part of that offering. A little bit of a different format, but it's more interactive content as users and people that signed on to the event, as well as my co-hosts for the event, ask questions. So it's a lot more of a back and forth. So I want to be able to share that with you as well. And that takes us to the end of this series, the Your Kids Money Mindset series. Take some time to review these important elements. Uh, if you have any questions on any of these things, you can jump back into those episodes. Just you know, remember, if you make one positive change, it doesn't have to be 20, just one, then you're one step further along in having life be more enjoyable for you and your family. If you can absorb and implement all these items, fantastic. You, you probably have no idea how great that makes me feel. Just thinking I'm helping one person out there that I'm never going to meet or never talk to is a really, really amazing feeling. We live in a, a pretty amazing time. If it is overwhelming though, of course, if you do have questions or you know, just someone else that you want to get all this stuff in order for you so you know exactly where you're at and where you're going, head on over to our website at enjoymore30s.com. That's enjoymore30s.com. Click Ask Joe to connect. I'd be happy to help. So thanks so much for joining me today. I can't wait to connect with you again soon in the series to come. The conversations on this show are Joe's opinions and provided for general information purposes only. They do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice for your specific situation. You should always seek appropriate advice from a financial advisor, accountant, lawyer, or other professional before acting upon any content or information found here first. Joe is affiliated with New Horizons Wealth Management, LLC, a branch office of TFS Securities, Inc., and TFS Advisory Services, an SEC-registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC.